Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 58 of the Super Reform Bros Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Jackson. We're bros. And we're reformed. Super reformed. And Jackson, my question for you is, what's your least favorite French fry? Ooh, least favorite crinkle cut. Crinkle cut, huh? Yep, and and this uh, I didn't get to I didn't get to argue about this with you last night because um, you quickly walked by and said you know crinkle cut French fries are actually amazing and I was about to stop depending and just no 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 depending scream. on depending no. on what depending on where where they're from like and and who makes sure them and, sure but but there are some really good crinkle but cut. there are also really bad like they right, are the but worst but there's really bad French fries of every kind sure but sure but the crinkle cut are the worst okay go ahead what's your question um. Do you prefer like a bar of soap or liquid soap? Li- liquid soap, a bar of soap's awful. What? You know, I have to notice because we have that bar of soap in our bathroom mm-hmm. now that I've been using to wash my hands, and yeah. it is nice because you rub it on your hands, you wash through through with water, yeah, and then you pull your hands out of the water, and then you rub your hands together again, and more soap is like appears, and it like it's almost like you can do a double wash without. A, wiping your hands over the soap twice because mm-hmm. I maybe, no I idea what get, maybe i just okay. get too much soap on my hands but it doesn't all wash off the one the first time you put it under the water put your hands under the water i so. like it because it makes your hands so smooth and it feels old-fashioned and nice instead of like i don't know that's just weird using a mm-hmm. liquid soap i prefer i prefer a bar of soap, interesting honestly. so you're old-fashioned i'm very old-fashioned but um well yeah. guys today we have a special guest on jeremy our good friend hello jeremy welcome to the podcast Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, good. You know, I'm doing all right. Just good. Oh, we should upset mention with Jackson's answer about crinkle cut. <laughs> before before we that before that, we should mention that the reason we missed a week is because we had technical difficulties. Difficulties. We started recording last week with Jeremy, and it, and basically ruined his whole night because right. And so we are really appreciative. And of today, your- by the way, I would have been deer hunting. I would have literally. <laughs> I I am literally getting out of the stand in 15 minutes. I would have had. A couple deer, and I, I decided, you know what? I'll give you guys a second, a second chance, and see if you, uh, if you burn, me, burn me again. But no, you guys, I, I, I really appreciate being on your guys' podcast. Yeah, that's well, I was just about to say we really appreciate your graciousness for for being willing to do it again. It is, yeah. um, that's I, we know that's a lot, uh, you know, a couple hours. So we really do appreciate it. Yep, especially with Absolutely. a big family. couple hours, couple hours. Oh my, I knew. I, so I always listen to you guys on like one and a half speed, sometimes two speed. Oh god! So this is maybe maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I, 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 I thought it was like an hour long. Okay, no, I got no, it'll be We're it'll good. be it. Like you I guys, have you ever listened to yourself at two times speed? No, no. I think I, I, I think we've listened to you the should, show. You should. It is it is well worth it. Really, yeah. it's that good. Huh? I, well, well, I that. could fo- I could I could follow you, and it sounds pretty. It's pretty cool. Anyway. Wow! Wow! Okay, thank you. Interesting. <laughs> Highest praise we've gotten. Your podcast sounds pretty cool when it's double speed. <laughs> when I can get it over twice as fast. I like it better that way. You sound great. You should try it. No, I, I, I listen I listen at regular speed. Yeah. My yeah. first time I listened at two times because that's how it was set on my phone. Well, you know, I mean, we're uh, we just need to talk faster, maybe. Maybe that's uh Well we then when he goes good. to listen to two times speed, it's gonna be three times speed. Yeah. So. Wow. Um all right, that's not how that works. Anyway, do you want to run over the French fries? We we can do that if you if you have a. Well, you... Jeremy had some thoughts. Um, I asked him his favorite, and he told me nothing beats McDonald's. Okay. 
Yeah, there's nothing that beats a McDonald's French fry. And then he had something else he was going to say, but I but you came back in, so I didn't want to, um, you know, spoil the question. Because re- really, what you're dealing with is you're dealing with French fries that are, you know, you can you can <clears throat> go to a restaurant and buy a French fry. That's McDonald's, right? Or you can make them at you can make them at home, and then that's a different that's a different ball game. And also, you're dealing with East Coast versus I'm from the west coast i'm from california oh, originally yeah i forgot and there's about that. other types of french fries that are crazy good have you ever heard of jack-in-the-box i have oh, i yeah. actually saw that some lady <clears throat> at a jack-in-the-box shot somebody so like or she shot that at would somebody. not that would not surprise me my dad <laughs> used to call it jack and crack because it was <laughs> because it was, it's oh, a pretty he's... it's a it's a little more of a uh Let's just say, yeah, that stuff happens there <laughs> re- regularly. <laughs> Little, yeah, um, I think AJ AJ said he doesn't like Jack in the Box. I've never had it, but so I don't really. I'm not a big I'm not a big Jack in the Box fan. Oh, okay. uh, but they're French. But they're French fries. They have um, curly, really long curly fries okay. that are like, seasoned, and they're like they're actually really really good. Like if you're gonna go to Jack in the Box, you just get the French fries. And then you get the tacos. They have these like deep fried tacos that are pretty good. I've been on a French fry kick recently where I've just been eating a lot of different French fries. Do do you like, Jeremy, do you like um, Thrashers? Yeah, they're they're good. They're good. I I mean, I'm I'm not like, like when I first moved out here and, you know, about nine years ago, people were like, you got to go to Thrashers, you got to go to Thrashers. So I went there and I, you know, brought the family out there. We ate them. We're like, Wow, this is a pretty horrible fifteen dollar bucket of fries. You know, I mean, they're like like not horrible, but like you know, they're good, but they're you know, all it is is no, a potato I, that's put in hot peanut but peanut oil. I guess peanut butter. Salt. Hot peanut butter. I yeah, think, not peanut butter, but you know what I mean. Peanut, yeah. peanut oil. I think I agree. With I'd rather Jeremy. go to Five Guys. I'd rather go to Five Guys and get. Uh, yeah, yes, I agree, but they're yeah. the the Five Guys in Camden. No, no, no. Five no. guys in horrible. Camden. Yeah, French why don't fries you tell terrible. people the, the burger? The burger's good. They know we live in Delaware. I'm just yeah, calling yeah. out a location in Delaware. They um the the burgers are good, but their fries are not as good as the other ones. Man, it's it's sad. No, no. I think I think I agree. Last time I had Thrasher's French fries, I thought they were amazing. Last time I had them, I was like, eh. I kind of yeah. prefer a lot of other French fries over this. If I'm being honest. Well, you know, you can run and jump in a lake. That's fine. If and you also, want to. like eating hot fries on the hot beach. Oh, I agree. Is with that, a terrible yeah. combination. Yeah. No, definitely. With sand blowing. Yeah. No, it's nasty. Yeah, it's and then you have seagulls circling, and you're walking. You're yeah. But crinkle cut fries, fries are, are the things that can be the worst. Is my point? Is they they are the fries that can oh, yeah. be the worst. Thank yeah, they're the worst. They're they are not can be. They are. Thank you. Um, have you ever heard of uh, In and Out? In and Out Burger. Yeah, I've, I've yeah, In and Out. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's another California thing. Their French fries are horrible, but if you get them, what's called animal style, which is that that just makes it awesome. It's like fried onions with with a whole bunch of like house, um, you know, like like secret sauce, right. like on a, like a Big Mac sauce mm-hmm. and a cheese. Oh, they're, they're, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good deal. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. Um, Poutine fries. You ever have those? Oh, so good. Well, we yeah, just I mean, we just get... tried Chick Fil A fries with cheese sauce and pimento cheese and jalapenos yeah. and bacon on it. That sounds great. <laughs> sign me up. You yeah, you got to sign up for the patron and you can uh, or Patreon us, and watch us and you can watch it. us eat it. I, I, 
I gotta watch you eat. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I bet I, I I heard it's fun. I'm, it, I'm, it was awesome. Uh, so yeah, if, if listeners, you should sign up for our uh, Patreon. Just throwing that out there. Um, shout out to our <laughs> uh, patrons. You like to scatter this this very. Were you gonna shout them out each one of them? Go ahead. You go ahead and shout them out. You like to scatter. I like having a specific time where we do all these things, and you like to just sprinkle it in so people never know when. when yeah, I know they never know when, when they're gonna get their sprinkles. Right. Yes, we appreciate you, each one of you, very, very much. We appreciate AJ, Cage, Diane, Luke, Jordan, Katie, and Chris. And that's the beauty of editing, is because that's going to sound so good after I edit it. I don't think it is. Yeah, it definitely is. And if not, I'll just cut it out completely. (laughs) Now we're moving on to the seven questions. Uh, Jeremy... I know you prepared for this because you are one of the few guests that we have that listens to our podcast uh, before. <laughs> I did not. I did not prepare. I know that I, I've heard the seven questions, but I don't remember them at all. Yes. Oh wow. Good. Good. You're not except for to one. Be... Except for one. Oh no. Oh, of course. Oh uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, so Jeremy, what are your top three favorite movies? My top three favorite movies. All right, so I'll get in a little trouble. With, with you, I, I think the greatest movie oh, no. of all time. Don't you dare! Is yeah, here it comes. Is Cecil uh, B. DeMille's The Ten Commandments? Oh. That is the greatest, that greatest movie of all time. There's nothing better. I, I encourage you to watch this. The intro. If you watch the intro when Cecil B. DeMille comes out, he talks about how the story of Moses is written. <clears throat> uh and inspired by the very word of God and that the premise of the entire movie is whether you'll love this part, whether man should live by the whims of a dictator and his law or by the very law of God. And that's the whole premise of the movie. So I know some of your listeners might enjoy that little tidbit. Uh, That's cool. It's a movie for Theonomus by Theonomus. Probably not intentional, the anonymous, but still. Well, yeah. Well, Moses, Moses, Moses is like, uh, yeah, of course, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that was my that would be my favorite movie of all time. Interesting. Uh, now I have. <clears throat> can I do series or or they have yeah, to be yeah. individual? If yep, it's a series, okay. it counts as one. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh, I love watching Star Wars. So uh, okay. the first. The first three are just fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, I, those ones. No, yeah, oh, so the first, the first the <laughs> episode one through six, excuse me. I actually think my, my favorite of all the Star Wars is probably episode three, to be honest. Wow. Are you serious? Wait, 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 which one's, which yeah, one? Revenge would, of the Sith? Yeah, that would be Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. If, I'm going to be honest, I agree yeah. 100%, Jeremy. That one, I think, is the best. I really okay. like that one a lot yeah, yeah. people people uh, oh the prequels are so bad and then they're like oh the the force awakens is amazing like you guys are crazy the prequels are You're so cr- much cray-cray. better than for the force awakens i, I, I Last feel Jedi. like the clone that the clone one the second one the attack of the, the clones, clone one not that good that one was what not have you ever good. so christian haydenson uh did you guys watch kenobi a phenomenal actor. isn't it hayden christensen 
<laughs> what do I call him? Christian Hayden. Hayden Christian. I'm not. So I'm not a fanboy. Okay. I'm not, I, I don't know. No, no, I, no, I don't know the, their. The I don't know their thing. legal names and all. I just. I'm dyslexic too. The so funny, funniest backwards. thing is I've actually said that before. So don't worry. Yeah, Jackson. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. You watch that? I don't want to. I mean, like uh, when, when, I watched. When, I saw the scene. I saw the scene that like the the big when, climax. When, Oh my! It's great. I just I think he does. So people give him a, a bad rap. I think he he is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader. <laughs> I agree. I, I think yeah. I think he plays the part. People always say he's terrible acting. I maybe he. Well, maybe. he's he's that's what makes him so good in in, in, the, in the, his uh, right. So right, Darth, no, Vader, no, Darth Vader is like kind of monotone, right? Yeah, and so yeah. that's kind of like he's 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 trying to be. Vader in the suit without the suit, right? Yeah, which he does a good. Is, he, he does. He does a yeah. good job having no emotion. Yeah. yeah. So, no, so I'm going to say Star Wars, and then um um okay. Wait, sorry, 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 sorry. You said one through six. No, you, you don't include the Force Awakens, or one through Jedi. one through six. I'd, I'd throw in um I, I think uh um uh, Rogue One. Oh uh, yeah, yes, should totally be in there. Yeah, let's yeah. go, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, let's go. Right. Um, those, that, those are, that's, that, those are, oh, they're so good. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, um, I normally do like 10 movies when I think of like my top 10, because <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of other ones. Yeah. So if I could, I got to do honorable mentions, but really, <laughs> uh, uh, have you ever watched Good, Bad, and the Ugly with Clint Eastwood, Lee Van Cleef, and, um, Eli no, Wall? I've wanted to watch it so bad. I haven't watched it yet, but I've, I've heard it. So good. that. That's pro. That I mean, that's almost better than than the Ten Commandments. It's so close. Okay. So close. And I have a whole bunch of runner-ups: uh, Jaws, uh, um, uh, Rocky. Uh, okay. What's the, the? You like Jaws? As as a because I'm not a horror guy. Okay. Uh, but I think it's it's like it's terribly scary, and uh, I watched it as like a six year old, and I used to be a swimmer. So I, not that everyone knows this about me. I used to be, uh, 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 I was on track, like I was on, on a, on a team to go towards the Olympics as they were like training kids. They do that for lots of sports. Oh, wow. And actually the kid, the kid that I was better than, he got fifth place in the Olympics when I was in college. Oh, wow. Um, That's awesome. Shout out to, to, um, what's his name? <laughs> Wes, Wes something. I forgot. Anyway, well, so you would have probably won gold if you would have gone into the Olympics. No, because I, I I have no idea. Uh, but Scotty Wells is his name. Fifth fifth place in like two thousand two, two thousand. Wow, what a boss! No, not two thousand four. Anyways, um, I like Jaws, but I used to think of Jaws, and I because when I was I was swimming in this deep pool. I mean, it's like twenty, thirty feet deep because mm-hmm. uh, it was oh. a pool that like where people d- dove, you know, right, from the high right. dive and stuff. That's freaky. And you see this little shadow behind you. And I, I, oh, it's a, it's at his jaws. I would swim as hard as I could because I would be afraid that that there was a shark. And I have dreams about it. So oh, jaws gosh. is up there. It's up there. Um, okay. I hate but, it, but I love it. Oh, brother, where art thou? I think that's a great movie. Um, when was that made? You watch that? I've heard of that one. Oh, brother, where art thou? What no? year is that? Cohen Brothers. Look oh, it up. Oh, oh, you Look know, what, you know. What, have you have, have you watched uh, No Country for Old Men? Yeah, it's I. You know, I don't like Javier Bourdain. I think Bardem? his name is. Yeah, he's just really. Kind of, yeah, I'm not a big. 
I know a lot of people love him. I I, I don't want to speak too bad. I he that kind of he kind of ruined the movie for me to be honest. Wow, with you. I thought he did a, but, a phenomenal. But that's what everyone goes. Oh, he's the, that's what makes it so good for other people. Interesting. But yeah, Coen I mean, Brothers, Far, yeah. Fargo, you know, those sorts of movies are okay. are, are are fun. I'm I'm uh I'm not I'm, I don't tell this to everybody in the world, but like I'm a guilty your- pleasure. I don't watch him anymore, but I used to. Uh, anything Quentin Tarantino movie, I think they're just uh-huh. like he's like one of the best storytellers. But yeah. so you know, it's it's nasty, vulgar, yeah. all that stuff. Um, so I don't. But watch he's very that good anymore. at writing. I've heard he's very good his, at creating characters and just writing in general. Yeah, his character development's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, there we go. Yeah. So so those are your top. I love movies, movies. If you can't tell. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I can. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Um, question two. Do you prefer ice cream cake or ice cream cake? Yeah, that's the one I know that you guys are going to do. That's three <laughs> that's options. A great question. Three options. I know. That's a great question. Okay. I, when I remember the first. I'll, I'll pretend. I'll, when I first heard you say that, I was like, is that two or three? <laughs> well, how many questions is that? But since <laughs> I've heard it so many times. I've heard it so many times. I'm, uh, it's it's. Uh, I think so we've had people. Is, we've had people who answer and don't even get what we're like. I just think what, it's what options. you're getting at. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Or let me just go. With so I don't like cake. I'm not a cake guy. Okay. I do like ice cream, but I love ice cream cake, as in a cake with ice cream. Okay. Inside it. Okay. Yeah. Baskin Robbins type thing. Okay, so you do like so you do like ice cream. Interesting. So so you're not completely opposed to cake, just cake without ice cream in it. You you don't like. Yeah, there's something so good about ice cream cake that I do like. Huh. Mm, I I think I disagree. (laughs) That's fine. You could. Everyone's entitled to be wrong. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's true. I think I I like ice cream and cake. If That's such a, a funny thing to hear someone say. Like, option. I like this, and then someone goes, "I disagree." And it's like, <laughs> "What are you disagreeing?" <laughs> I disagree that you like that. <laughs> All right. I disagree. Yeah. Next, next uh, question. I'm excited for this one. What's a crazy story? Uh, something in- insane that's happened to you, Jeremy? All right. Well, I I, I have so many crazy <laughs> stories. Uh, uh-huh. Do you do you want to hear crazy stories from high school? Crazy stories from college? Oh god! Oh, crazy he's stories. Giving, he's giving us categories. Uh, crazy stories of me and my dad. Crazy stories of my family. Uh, crazy stories of us almost dying in our motorhome all the time. <laughs> which which one would you like? <laughs> what, what what category would you like? I split between yeah. high school and college. High uh, school and college. Yeah, maybe maybe one of each we can do. Okay, so I don't really have any. <laughs> I wasn't crazy in high school, so I don't have any. <laughs> you said high school story. <laughs> just yeah. do just do one then from college. I don't want to do college. I was just joking with you. Oh. Uh, okay, I could I could I could uh, I could do college. Okay, I could do I could do one that's appropriate. So I did a lot of um, drinking in college, which is bad. Uh, so I don't want to tell those stories, mm-hmm. but one thing, here's one thing I did. So I lived in a, um, and in, in a, a duplex. Okay? okay. And I had uh, multiple roommates. Uh, I, I had roommates that were women. I had roommates that were men. I had roommates that were gay. I had all sorts of Jeez. different experiences in college. Uh, don't recommend any of that. Uh, you should 
uh, stay with your your house with your family and yeah. things like that. But anyways, um, I lived in this alleyway, really cheap rent. I was I paid like two hundred dollars a month. Wow. Uh, uh, in Cal, this is California. Wow. And uh, and so one of my one of my roommates, his name was Greg, and he liked to um, uh, get slingshots and paintballs. And, uh, we had, we had, um, uh, he would like shoot stuff, right? We would shoot each other in our, in our bellies. You know, we'd go outside and shoot each other. We, we did a lot of crazy stuff like that, but, but there was always parties like on a Friday. Okay. And I'm trying to go to sleep so that I can, uh, go hunting in the morning on Saturday. I did a lot of duck hunting. And so what I did is, you know, I would, I would go out and I would hear all these, these parties in the distance and I'll be like an archer, you know, like from, you know, uh, back in the, you know, <laughs> you get what I mean? it's pitch black and, oh, I, no. I, and I'm, just, I'm aiming up in the air and I, I let one fly and I don't hear nothing. And so I angle it up a little bit more. I let it fly. And eventually I hear the, what the, and I'm like, got it. Oh, that is the, that's the spot. And I would just fling these paintballs for, you know, five, 10 minutes. And then the you know then the party would die down, and I would pop in bed and go to sleep. Oh so that my was, gosh! Yeah, that yeah, that's is... a that's a that's a pretty I, good wait, one. Wait, wait. So where were the par- like these parties out in the street? They would be like so like um so I was in a uh, uh, in it was a duplex, and then so I had an alley, and then there would be houses, and then the kids or the students would be in their backyards okay. partying. I see. And so, like, you could, you know, th- you know, maybe they're like 200 yards away. So I'm like, I don't know how far it was. And you and did you just this multiple keep... times? All the time. <laughs> All and no the one time. ever found out. Never. It was you. Man, wow. you're, and you had a perfect getaway. Just... And then the, uh, the the high school, I could I could tell a high school is similar. So I, we, um, we used to, I was on a baseball team. And so the baseball kids hung out with the baseball kids, the band people with the band, you know, how you... I was in public school, so maybe you don't know. People congregate, <laughs> right? And, and there was a spot where all the cool kids were, and I was not a cool kid. That's the baseball the group team I was a cool kid. So what happened is we would always like be eating our lunch, and we'd be done with like you know we'd have our apple core, and there was a building in front of us, and all the cool kids were on the other side of the building. So we'd chuck our apples, or we'd chuck bananas, or we'd chuck you know a, a ham sandwich in a bag, or you know carrots, all sorts of trash. And then you know it it would be hitting it would be hitting the people over there. Oh my gosh! Well, well, there was like this one time. Uh, uh, so I, I had a I had a quote unquote girlfriend, and she was a cool one of the cool kids. So I got to go over there, and so I'm like, wait, and and then all the baseball players they know that I was like there that day, and I was seeing all this stuff flying over for like all thirty minutes of uh of lunchtime. That was pretty um. Uh, pretty exciting <laughs> wait wait so you didn't know that you were hitting people when you were throwing the stuff no we knew we totally knew we were oh that's okay. why we were doing it okay, yeah okay okay so now i'm on the other end of it and i know that it's happening so then they're throwing all sorts of stuff because <laughs> they knew i was over there <laughs> that's wow funny. but but i wasn't cool for very Traitor. long so then i got to then i went i went back over Let's try things again. again that's that's yep. good that's good yep. um yep. okay because we're baseball players so we can throw far right Ah, so was it 200 yards? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm surprised um, the baseball got, kids weren't the cool kids. I have all sorts of cool stories. Of we have a motorhome, of like we probably almost died in that thing a thousand times. I got great stories of. We that. need to have you back on. That should be just the, for crazy. That should stories. be the patron 
um, segment at the end, we could oh yeah do more crazy keep, stories. Uh, keep listening and you know be a patron if you guys want to hear <laughs> more of Jeremy's crazy stories. <laughs> I just have a segment we every week uh, that we release to our <laughs> patrons. Just, yeah, we and just now have... it's time for Jeremy's crazy stories. <laughs> now it's time for Jeremy's crazy story. Well, let me tell you about the 1972 Winnebago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. Um, we're on our way to the A's game and the side of the. <laughs> Of the whole thing fell off the side of the highway. Was weird to fall over, and <laughs> smash it back on. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we use chewing gum. <laughs> there's a hi- there's a highlight for you. Uh, so, okay. Okay. Yeah. Question four. Uh, what's what's an irrational fear that you have, or do you I, have one? So I'm 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 uh I'm terrified of taking the garbage out at night Same. and rats. Same. And rats, and rats. You're terrified of taking the garbage out at night. Yeah, like Te- we're talking ten out of ten. Terrified, hate it, hate it. I won't do it. And when I do, I, so I live on a wildlife area, so you know I can, I can, I can carry out yeah. and take it to the you know protection. Right. But so my my mom and, and my mom and dad they instilled a fear of being kidnapped, like like a. Well, that's irrational good, I guess. feel, but like you know, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, you know these kids they get stolen all the time. They're always it's late at night, and they gotta you know they're take taking the out the trash, out. and they go, hey, Jeremy, go take out the trash.' I'm like, oh! <laughs> so I used to have these dr- I used to have these dreams. I'm taking the trash out, and and I'm serious. And people pull up in a van, and you ever have a dream where you where someone's trying to get you and you can't run away? Yeah. Yep. So I'm trying to run. I can't run away. I'm trying to. So guess what? I, I learned to fly in my dreams. Do you know how to fly ah. in your dreams? You taught yourself in your dream. I did. Isn't that weird? Wait, I you can like, so then you can, you can lucid dream. I can get away. So like you can't run away, but you can fly away. <laughs> Whoa! So, so you, the way you fly is you do the breaststroke. You do the breaststroke <laughs> and you start floating away. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a way to get away. To, so if you're so any kids out there, uh, if you're. If someone's trying Trapped to kidnap you, just do the breaststroke. Where do you go? Fly away. Where do you go? Just fly, fly away. away. Are you in the sky at that point, like looking down at them? I think it, it, I don't. I, I haven't. <laughs> obviously, I haven't had one like that since I was a kid. <laughs> but then I think I hit the floor. You know what I mean? And you wake up. <laughs> you know, one of those things. <laughs> so you just drop. Yeah. See the way I no, like, like, like I wake up. I wake up on the ground because I smack <laughs> off my bed. Gosh. So that's how you do. So. You do the <laughs> you do the pressure so much yeah. you fall out of your bed. Is essentially you're probably. Oh yeah. You're moving so much. Oh okay. Oh, See, oh. I always just I in when the way I got out of those situations in my dreams was just by <laughs> was just by falling on the ground and closing my eyes, and then when I opened them, I would wake up. Oh, yeah. So I have my own way, uh, but anyway. I've been seeing like these these kidnappers. Oh no, he's doing the breaststroke. Get him quick! How 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 demoralizing must it be to be like a kidnapper in someone's dream? It's like man, <laughs> yeah. they always disappear right at the They're last second. They're flying away doing the breaststroke. Oh, oh man. No. Okay, Jack. Uh, no, it's my turn. <laughs> so, what's the most delicious food you've ever eaten, Jeremy? Okay, that's you know uh, the most delicious food I've ever eaten. Hard one. My too. dad used to my my dad used to take me out um, to uh, a place called Lafarang. It was a like a five star restaurant in California. Oh, wow. I'd go there for my birthday, and 
we would have, you know, you know what escargot is? Yeah, isn't that uh snails? Yeah, yeah. It's oh. a French restaurant. So we have snails. We would have, you know what frogois is? Frogs? Frogs? Frogois. Frogois. Is it frogs? That's that's goose liver or that duck like liver. Frogs. People ha- people hate it because you, you know, it's 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 kind of you know, you f- it's not kind of bad, but you for it is bad. You force feed animals so that they become overweight and their livers get all big and then that becomes a delicacy it's illegal in california now it's very good um and then we'd have like lamb chops or we'd have uh, kobe beef you know we'd have scallops and we have all sorts of i mean i've had so many um dinners there that would be that was that's probably the most delicious food i've ever had um in my life did you like the escargot oh yeah it's It's so good so what they do for it's like a it's like a a porcelain plate with like these little divots, you know, like like the size of like a snail, and then so I think what they do is they they um it's it's full of clarified butter and garlic and uh, parsley, and then they put it in this super hot oven, and then it gets all cooked, and then you put it on like fresh bread. It's just awesome, it's so good. Mm. Sounds uh sounds interesting. Sounds a little, little different, but little little fancy. Yeah, a little too fancy yeah. for my taste. Yeah, literally. Uh, wait, wait, sorry. Did you suck it out? No, you're at a fr- French restaurant. You don't suck on stuff. Okay. No, it's very fancy. Okay, good. Um, okay. Question six: If you could erase one thing from existence, what would it be? Can't say sin. Race one thing. I was gonna say besides probably you know sin and death and right. pain and cancer. And right, because that's that. not you that would erase that. God promises to erase that. So if you did it, then so if I can get rid of one thing and all like every like okay yeah like mosquitoes obviously that's what everyone bites, says. Chiggers, chiggers. You said you like chiggers. No, I I did not say I like. I, no one you likes did chiggers. Like, you last time we no, recorded, was, but well, you I'm said sa- yes. What I said? What you? Nothing. <laughs> I said what you said. Yes. You said yes to the chiggers. You said yes to the chiggers, Jeremy. I don't remember. If I did, then I, I I'm wrong. I don't like chiggers. But like, if you have a if you have a mosquito bite and a chigger bite, a chigger bite, you can scratch and it pops, and then it feels good afterwards. But a mosquito <laughs> bite is there for like you know weeks. I hate mosquitoes. Yeah, mosquitoes are the worst. Yeah, I get rid of those. And I, <laughs> I almost uh, get, mosquitoes I, suck. <laughs> I get rid of uh, I get rid of squirrels while while hunting, because uh, when 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 you're in the woods and you're like what I do is I go deer hunting, I bring one of my books that I have to read for seminary. Okay. I'm reading it, and then like if you if you hear something, you're like, oh, it's a deer. And so you kind of put down your book and you look and you're like, oh, it's a silly squirrel, and so you kind of start to learn what squirrels sound like. But if there was no squirrels, then the only thing you would hear walking is a deer. And that would be a lot better. But okay. really, mosquitoes, mosquitoes. Yeah, mosquitoes. I. That's that's a good one. That's we get that a lot. But <clears throat> all right, so no mosquitoes in your world, um, and you're always eating escargot, and right, and uh, you're always watching Star Wars. And this last one is, you know, very important. This is the most important question. That's why we save it for last. Um, could you do us the honor? of asking Jeff Durbin to come on our podcast 
right here, right now. Oh, my pleasure. Jeff Durbin, uh, uh, Mr. Pastor of uh, Apologia Church that's, in that's uh, in Arizona. Uh, would you be so kind and join uh, these great brothers in Christ in the Super Reform podcast? Jeff Durbin, please come on. Thank you very wow. much. Thanks, Jeremy. I Jackson. wrote him. I wrote. I wrote him an email. Did I tell you yeah, that? Yeah, you did I tell, think I told you told me that. I yeah. think I, I heard. I don't know if you told me or yeah. Alex told me, dude. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we did too. Like he's he's busy. We we you you did too, right? At least they responded though. Yeah. I, well, I sent them something like on Facebook, and they never responded to me. So well, I've sent I've sent them lots of lots of inquiries and things like that, and I've never got a response. So. You know, so the fact, they responded the fact to that? that they responded we're to you. Getting, yeah. We're getting to them. We're getting traction. We're getting to them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm thinking. We just get, yeah, yeah. you've got to start somewhere, right? You start. Amen. You start with, uh, yeah, just going to Arizona and saying, hey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we didn't. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. Um, so, guys, we really appreciate you listening to this. Um, if you haven't yet. We'd really, pretty, really appreciate it if you left a five-star review on your favorite podcast app, whichever one you use, or a one-star review. Um, any no, review, no, no, any no. Any review will satisfy. Five-star um, review only. If you have anything else to leave, just don't. Just don't even do it. Just If, if it's a one-star, if you're going to leave a one-star, like what... What's no, the purpose? The more reviews, Just don't listen. the more reviews, the higher we get on the, the, all the things. So. Give us as many reviews as possible. I don't <laughs> care if they're all one star. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. Also, if, you, if you do one stars, let's click the star five times. Five one star reviews. There you exactly. Go. That's what I would. That's how it works. I don't People think that's not. <laughs> that's how it works. Give us f- everyone. Give us five one stars. <laughs> um, or or one five star. And also, go check out our website, because I think it was updated. I might have already mentioned this. It was updated a while ago, and it looks pretty sweet. Oh. It actually has the amount of times we've asked Jeff Durbin to come on the podcast, so you can go check that out. Um, the number grows all the time. Uh, you can find all our episodes there, and if you'd like to send us a voicemail or an email, you can also head over there. The link will be in the show notes. Head over to the website. Do all that stuff. And I think that's it. Um... So, without further ado, let's get into the topic of the show, which is the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So, we'll start. Um, and, Jeremy, could you just give us a brief definition of this? Like, what is the Sabbath just for, you know, people who may not know listening to this? Sure. Um, uh, well, want me to give the definition of the Christian Sabbath? Yes, because there are multiple Sabbaths, or where we are today. So the the, the Sabbath is um, synonymous with what we call the Lord's Day. The Lord's Day is the Christian Sabbath. It is Sunday. It is the first day of the week. It's the day that the Lord Jesus rose from the dead and uh, transitioned the Jewish Sabbath, which He fulfilled, uh, which was on the seventh day. Uh, it transferred from the seventh day to the first day of the week. And so the Sabbath is the is the fourth commandment, which is found in Exodus twenty, which is a perpetual, moral, positive commandment that was given to man at creation to be kept, enjoyed, uh, loved, cherished, celebrated until Christ's return. That's the 
awesome. Christian okay. Sabbath. So you kind of mentioned it there about about um, the Sabbath being a creation, you know, um, what's the word? Ordinance, right? I think mm-hmm. that's the right word. Yeah, it's a creation ordinance. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it was a law that God uh, uh, instilled. Uh, right. So what would you creation? say to someone who said that Christ has fulfilled the Sabbath and that the Sabbath is now... There is no Sabbath, but there is the Lord's Day, which is the day that we gather and worship. But there is no Sabbath anymore. What would you say to someone who says that? Well, the, the first thing I would say is, Amen, praise God, uh, that Christ uh, fulfilled the Sabbath. He He fulfilled all the moral requirements of the law. He fulfilled all the positive ceremonial aspects of the law. He fulfilled the law completely. Uh, he 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 fulfilled the covenant of works that Adam failed to do. Uh, without Christ, we are uh, hopeless. He's the he's our righteousness. Every uh, every law, every day, thirty three plus years of uh, perfect obedience to the law he kept. And so, without our Lord keeping fulfilling the Sabbath, we would have no um, righteousness to be imputed to us through His act of right. obedience. So, I would first say. Amen to to that that Christ mm-hmm. uh, fulfilled the Sabbath, fulfilled the fourth commandment. What, what I would what I would say is because I kind of you know there's nuance to the question there. Uh, I would say, well, because Christ fulfilled the Sabbath, are there are there any other laws that He fulfilled? Did He fulfill the the seventh commandment? Uh, Thou shall not commit adultery. I would say yes. He He never committed adultery uh, because Christ fulfilled the seventh commandment are we to go and and look at women with lust are we to cheat on our wives mm-hmm. uh, he he fulfilled the sixth commandment he never murdered anybody physically he never murdered anyone in his heart are we therefore free to now go and uh have ill thoughts of our our neighbor are we now free to to physically murder people uh, he never once uh, abused the name of god he never once um uh, worshiped god wrongly he always worshiped the one true God rightly, reverently, and often. Are we now free to worship God however we want, whenever we want, do whatever we want? Um, I think that's a that's a um, a faulty view of the. I think that where the 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 leadingness of the question. Um, I think those are some issues that someone would have to consider. Right, yeah, I guess that was a poor um, definition. So, so I guess what I'm trying to get at is. Um, someone who would say that the fourth commandment, unlike the other commandments, which we are still required to follow uh, because they are part of the moral law, the fourth commandment was fulfilled in Christ in the ceremonial aspect to where we are not required to follow it anymore. Yeah, of course, praise God, you know, Christ fulfilled the law. We, we, We are, you know, his grace is on us now, but we are still required to follow the moral law. So what would you say to someone who says, Yes, but the fourth commandment was fulfilled in the sense that we don't even need to follow it anymore. Um, yeah, in that sense. Yeah, I, I, I just push back there just by the nature of the the Ten Commandments. Uh, I would I would point them to uh, the this the uniqueness of the the two tablets, the uniqueness that the tablets were written by the very uh, finger of God. They were not oral like the other ceremonial aspects. Uh, the uniqueness of the two tablets were put in the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, there's, 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 uh, they were written on stone, uh, not on parchment. They were, were written on stone, which signifies that they would be, uh, 
perpetual. They would be binding. Um, I would point to Paul in in, in Romans 2. Uh, This is very important for the discussion. Paul says that Gentiles have the law written on their hearts uh, in chapter 2, that that all Gentiles know what's right and what's wrong, Uh, basically the, the Ten Commandments. And the Ten Commandments were 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 given formally and uh, in written form at Sinai, uh, but they were given prior to the fall. They were given to Adam because uh, Adam. This is this a lot of maybe your listeners haven't thought of this. Uh, Adam was a Gentile. He was not a Jew. The first Jew was Abraham, mm. and so Adam uh, fits the the description within. Paul's uh, framework of the law and the Gentiles and the, and the framework of between Jew and Gentile. Yeah. And I'd also this kind of point this, you know, confessionally speaking, uh, maybe not all Christians have thought this through. Um, so prior to the fall, uh, if, if Adam uh, would have uh, murdered Eve, would he have been kicked out of the garden? Yes. Of course, because he broke the sixth right. commandment, which was written on his heart. If Adam would have taken a tree and carved it up and started worshiping it, would he have been kicked out of the garden? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because he broke the second commandment and the first commandment. Uh, if if Adam, because uh, Adam, the, we we see in, in in the second chapter of Genesis that God, uh, after he has done his works of creation, he rested on the seventh day and hallowed it. Uh, what's interesting is if you think about the whole aspect of, um, you know, the creation mandate, uh, the whole thing with uh, Adam and Eve are, are told to go into the world and subdue the earth and, f- and fill it with, with image bearers. Uh, it's very reminiscent to what Christ gives us um, in Matthew 28 in the Great Commission. Uh, Adam, his very first day, and Eve, at the time she was this woman, she becomes she's later named Eve after, after the curse, but Adam and the woman, uh, their very first day would have been the seventh day. So their very first day, God has given them this great work to do. And their very first day was God says, congratulations. I have now given you a holy day, a holiday where you rest in my work so that when after this day, you go out and work six days Mm. and fulfill your great commission. You fulfill your, uh, cultural mandate, and you are to follow this pattern. Uh, there, there's an assumption there, but uh, the assumption would be that since it's moral law, since the t- Ten Commandments are moral law, and since in Romans 2 it suggests that Gentiles had the law on their hearts, that this would have been something that Adam and Eve would have passed on to their, pros- uh, their poster- uh, posterity. So it would have been done through oral tradition. That's how that would have been done. And uh, some people might have um, issue with that. And now this, if I may, is, is it all right to keep going? Yeah. Keep going, yep. So some people push back at that and they say, well, you know, it wasn't written down. You're, 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 um, you're guessing that they passed it down orally. Well, you have a big problem with that, with that thinking. Uh, let's just go to um, just the, the first gospel, uh, you know, the... The, I will put enmity between your seed and her seed. Uh, he will crush your head, and uh, and 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 you will bruise his heel. You know, so that's uh, Genesis three fifteen. Uh, many have seen that as the first gospel. Uh, so 
that that's nowhere quoted anywhere in uh, the the New Testament. It's not quoted in the Old Testament. It's it's shown by uh, shadows and shown by allusions and shown by echoes and reverberations, which are just subsequent revelation, basically using similar language. Um, well, that that promise of the gospel would have been given orally because we see in Hebrews 11, it talks about there's five different people that are found in the Hall of Faith that were uh, dead prior to Moses even writing the Pentateuch. So they had an objectivity of their faith that the only way they could have that objectivity would be from their parents passing it down orally. And so that's that's evidence of an oral tradition that was prior to Moses, mm. at least for the gospel. So if, if it's for the gospel, why not also for uh, the Sabbath or don't murder, don't kill, don't steal? You know, we need to worship God rightly, reverently, often, things like that. Right. That's, I don't know if that helps, or no. That's that's good. So okay. So now, now assuming that, let's move on. So, so you would call yourself a Sabbatarian, right? And I know yeah, that can, I I know no, that can uh, be yeah, a broad uh, term, but yeah. No, yeah, I have no problem using the S word when it comes to this. That's what I call the S word. <laughs> uh, a Sabbatarian, uh, a Sabbatarian. Uh, I think we any. I think the lots of us are Sabbatarians. Uh, we just don't know that we are. And then when we find out what it means, we, I think, generally speaking, over time, by God's grace, we get convicted with more about what it means. And then slowly, you might uh, be sanctified in uh, sanctifying the Lord's Day, which is the Christian Sabbath. So uh, a Sabbatarian, I would just say, is somebody that believes that the fourth commandment, uh, which is work six, rest one day, is... Uh, binding and perpetual it's moral it should be capped and it just so happens there's some theology behind it it's um it's on sunday so the sunday is our sabbath that's the day where we should rest that's the day where we should cease from our uh works of um uh, employment that's when we should devote our day to the lord devote our day to uh worship devote our day to um Christian piety, devote our day to fellowship, devote our day to uh, inviting people over for um, fellowship, uh, breaking bread, things like that. I think that's what it means to be a Sabbatarian. Uh, and then there's, there, like you said, the, the, that's a very, there, that word is loaded. There's a lot of other people that have different views of what it means. But right. one thing that's super important to say when you say you are a Sabbatarian uh, is to distinguish yourself from those that are uh, of the occult, uh, occults, uh, those that do it for righteousness, those that do it for workspace, mm -hmm. uh, like um, like a Seventh-day Adventist, things like that. They do it on Saturday. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but a Sabbatarian realizes that Christ fulfilled the law, uh, that he is our Sabbath rest, and that we rest in his work, uh, just like Adam and Eve rested in God's work at creation, that's Hebrews four uh, in a, in a on, on display. Um, I, I don't know if you ever want to chat about that, but that's a that's what it means to be a Sabbatarian. Okay, okay. So, and then where? Hmm. Well, how do you think there's how, how many? How do you think there were so many different views that came into existence when it comes? Like certain people say you can't do this, certain people say you can't do this. Like, where did that come from? Do you think there's any like 
Uh, do you think a lot of Christians take it too far, or do you think there is a, a very biblical basis for like strict Sabbatarianism? Yeah, I can't, I, I can't, I don't, I can't speak for, um, individuals or of anything course. like that. I can, of course. Uh, what, I, what I will say is, um, so you're super reformed bros, right? <laughs> not, that's right. <laughs> Whenever Alex says that a lot of times I go, uh, not really, but <laughs> well, yes, yes, we super, are. Okay. You're super reformed bros. So super reformed bros. What, what, um, what confession would you guys hold to? Alex, I don't speak for you, Jackson. Um, I I would I, say, and our website says we we would hold to the 1689. 1689. So what what so whenever I talk to people about the Sabbath, I I generally would go, "What's your confession? What's your statement of faith? Let's go to see what it says, and then you can a- then you ask yourself, "Am I keeping in with that confession?" Right. Um, now, some people would say, well, you can, you know, you can hold to 1689 and have objections or have, you know, clarifications, things like that, you know, put a star. Mm-hmm. And typically it's, it's, it's here. It's the Sabbath. Um, so what was the, what was your, now that I got us kind of thinking um, from a confessional standpoint, what was, what was the question so I can nail it down again? Uh, it was like, when it comes to strict Sabbatarianism, what do you think about those people? Um do you think there's a place for that, or do you think that's unbiblical? Well, you would have to define what strict Sabbatarianism, and and again, kind of my approach to the Sabbath is. Uh, some people don't like when I say this, but I'm not really into what you can't do and what you can do. I really like to focus on what you're free not to do. Mm. So I'm free not to work. Uh, my wife is free not to do the dishes and free, uh, not to, uh, cook a, 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 a big meal free, not to uh, do laundry free, not to uh, go to the office free, mm. not to, uh, pull weeds free, not to mow the lawn free, not to, uh, you know, uh, you know, cut firewood or, or whatever. I, 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 I'm freed up for my, my, my days of work, which are good. It's wonderful to work six days, but God has, has provided me a day of rest where I can recharge. I can focus on worship. I can focus on family. I can focus on, uh, church relationships in a, in a unique way. I can go and, um, spend time with my church family and I can, uh, enjoy, and get refreshed so I can go out into the field and spend six hard days getting myself uh, over to my, my work and, um, and, 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 and sharing the gospel with, with anyone and everyone. Obviously you can share the gospel on uh, the Christian Sabbath or the mm-hmm. Lord's day, but it's, I'm not one to go what you can and can't do, but it, if you're on a, if you're a confessional, I would point to the 1689 and it has a couple things that are, are clear. It says that uh, you should not uh, go to work. You should not um, participate in uh, recreation. There's a there's a qualifier there. Uh, that recreation, I've, I've talked to one of the scholars that has written um, a commentary, uh, and they confirm that that phrase um, is in there primarily because uh, – the, the king of England at the time was forcing 
uh, Christians to recreate. They were forcing them to, you know, play, you know, football or they didn't have football, but you, you get what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I don't know what they, what kind of games they play. Uh, so you're free not to do that. You don't have to go play football. You don't have to play, you know, organized sports. You, that, that would be equivalent to what that is. Um, and then you're, um, you give your day uh, over to piety. <clears throat> and then there are works of necessity, works of mercy that need to be done. Right. So, um, like, for instance, I, so uh, pra- how about some practical stuff? Does that sound good? Maybe. That's what I was going to ask. What, what practically, yeah, can you, are the applications of, of All right, this? so I'll, 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 I'll do me practically. Uh, I'm, I'm the one that, that uh, I heat up my, my house with firewood. You know, generally ninety nine percent of That's my awesome. heat is, 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 is wood. Uh, so Saturday, I make it a point to collect double and more than I. I don't like to go carry all this wood. It's a lot, so, but I do double the work on Saturday so I can prepare myself so I don't have to do that on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I mow my lawn on Saturday, but let's just say it's going to rain. I make time to go mow it on Friday, or I go. You know what? Providentially, I can't mow it. I'll wait till Monday or Tuesday, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll rearrange my schedule. When it comes to food, so much for my wife, uh, we generally have leftovers. The Sunday is like a leftover day. We don't make big, elaborate meals, things like that. Um, but uh, you know, some people might find great satisfaction in making. Maybe they don't have time to make a big, nice family meal on Sunday. I mean, on Monday through Saturday. But they're like, man, Sunday's a great day to make a big family meal. So I'm going to spend, you know, time doing that with the, but the family's doing it. Maybe a sermon's going on in the background, and you're you're sanctifying the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the, some, like I I have chickens, so I try to feed them double on uh, on Saturday. But if they need food, I'm going to go give them food because you're supposed to right. feed your ox. You know, you're supposed to. But you could just kind of. To be honest, I think what it is is most people um, they just don't think ahead, and so uh, you know they're 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 or they look at the 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 Sabbath as just another day, and then they go, okay, right. well I can you know I have I got twenty not twenty four hours but you know twelve hours to you know to do to do catch up. And I think what it, what it has done for our family is we've we've really uh, basically organized our day around six days of work and one day of rest yeah and i think it's very beneficial to uh your family because god like i said um this is pretty important to realize god created six days and then he proclaimed the sabbath that's genesis 2 jesus uh works for 30 33 years uh finished the redemption of his people and then he brought in what's called a sabbatismos. He brought in a Sabbath keeping. Mm-hmm. That's Hebrews four. Um, what's What's amazing is you know you, you think about Revelation. The, how does the how does well how does the book of Genesis really begin? It begins with creation and then Sabbath. And then how does how does the book of Revelation begin? It begins with the Lord's Day. You know, it's the revelation of of, of Jesus on the Lord's Day, which is the first day of the week. Mm-hmm. That's 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 how it begins. And how does it end? It ends with the ushering of a new creation where we enter into our final rest. Mm. So there's like a rest, but then there's a, a future rest. 
Yeah. So just like in creation, there was, you know, there's an eschatological rest that's coming, and but you still have the weekly rest as a reminder that that eschatological rest is coming. The greater rest is coming. Right. So we're supposed to enter and go into, you know, that's the that's the that's the mindset of the Christian Sabbath. Cool. So, so something, so a question I had uh, for what you were saying earlier, um, you know, you were talking about, you know, cutting your grass before Sunday, Saturday, or Friday, if it's raining Saturday, do a Friday or whatever. Right, yep. And then you mentioned if it's something people really enjoy, maybe, you know, that's the case. So what if someone came to you and said, look, I really enjoy cutting my grass, couldn't do it Saturday, so I'm going to do it Sunday, but I really do enjoy it. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, so that's where maybe I make a distinction between, you know, like, like, so mowing your, like, mowing your lawn, you're not a lawn, like, I'm not a lawn mower, that's not my, that's not my vocation, mm-hmm. I don't get paid to mow my lawn, uh, I, that's just something practically that I do, I have good friends that mow their lawn on Sunday, and when they're mowing, they're listening to a sermon, they're, they're, they're with their family doing it, they got their kid, uh, you know, he's driving the lawn mower, uh, so I don't want to mi- so again, I'm I'm not one of those that want to make super strict hard lines. Yeah, uh, right. I, I want I want the I want the principle there. If we can agree that there's a Sabbath, and that it's perpetual, and that it's good for us, that God cre- so God, you know, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. That's a very key uh, take from from Jesus's teaching on Mark two uh, that. God created the Sabbath for mankind. It's it's an anthropos. It's not he does it doesn't say and God made the Sabbath for the Jew and for the Jew only. It, he says Jesus, the words of our Lord is that God made the Sabbath for us. And so it's a, it's a day that we can rest. It's a day that we can experience um of you know and getting ready for the eschatological final rest. But so, no, yeah, I, 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 I'm not a, I'm not a hard liner of what you. I'm not really someone that likes to advocate of what you can and can't do. I think the spirit will, will um, lead you through uh, more teaching, like reading his word, uh, and then you'd be convicted, just like anything else, you know, in in your life when it comes to certain aspects of uh, the way you Christian living. You know, we all pr- progress. Um, at different rates. And the last thing I want to do is be someone that goes, Oh, you can, it can't do that. You can, it can't do that. Cause that's, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the, the that's the classic, um, ball humbug, uh, you know, what's the Puritans, right? Uh-huh. You know, like, oh, you can't do any of this stuff. And they're, you know, they're, they're around every corner looking to make sure no one's having fun. Well, that's not how they were. They were very, they were very fun people. I wish we were more like them. Uh-huh. Um, but I would disagree on some of their stuff when it comes to the, sabbath you know children should play children should run around you know that's an act of mercy so so essentially you'd say it's the day should be uh different in that it's more sanctifying um and you're using your time uh to yeah not only be sanctified but to uh draw closer to god and draw closer to your family full of worship and rest and fellowship yeah you're you're if I video, if I if I went to you and said, "Tell me what you do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <clears throat> Saturday, and Sunday," I sure hope S- Sunday, which is the Lord's Day, which is the Christian Sabbath, 
is a day full of rest that is totally different looking than the other days. Yeah. Right. And it's dedicated to God. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's um that's something I I think a lot of Christians don't don't have, Yeah, I I I I know a lot of people who don't really um yeah, build the whole day up. And, it's more like, you know, go to go to church and then, you know, that afternoon you can go to work or whatever because you already went to church. Yeah, it, it, you know, and, and what's, what's sad is a lot of people, you know, like I said, we're, we're going to use Southern Baptist. That's the classic because that's the, well, maybe it's not the classic, but, you know, it, even in their statement of faith, it talks about a Lord's Day that is dedicated to the Lord. And most people that are in that denomination, they go to church for an hour. It's the Lord's hour, not the Lord's day. So I would just encourage people to really consider what 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 you profess. If you don't profess it, just take it out of your statement of faith. I think that's that's I think it's inconsistent um, to do that. I think you should, if you have a statement of faith, your church that's what unites us is is doctrine, and then you know you don't. I think that's the the one of the best approaches for it. Uh, but really what it is is people just don't believe they really don't believe that there's a the sabbath continues because they go oh that was a jewish thing that was given to the jews and i have um so many things i can say about that uh i don't know if you want me to go into why it's on sunday why there's the lord's day yeah uh, yeah let's let's hit that that's i think that's important so uh, first, I, I can I can run through this kind of these kind of concepts quickly, and your and your listeners can kind of think about it. Is uh, you know, uh, Sabbath was given pre-Sinai and pre-fall. So man was created towards the end of the sixth day. Uh, he was told to take dominion. He was told to uh, be fruitful and multiply. Uh, but the first day was his Sabbath, and um, that was given to him as a gift by God. And what's really important, it's um, it's not day of the week. Even in Genesis, it's the seventh day, not the seventh day of the week. So God shows us a pattern of working six days and resting one. And it's this resting in Christ or resting in God's work that we see um, this shown in the commandment itself. And then also um, what's interesting I've already kind of talked about this, how, um, you know, everyone was what pre pre Abraham was a Gentile. And so Paul in Romans two tells us that we all have the law written on our hearts. Uh, so Adam had the 10 commandments. We already kind of went over some of these. I, I said some of these things earlier about, uh, was it sin for Adam to kill his wife? Hopefully we all say yes. Was it sin for him to erect an idol? Hopefully we all say yes. Uh, because, even in the confessions, they'll, they'll say that, that he was given the the Ten Commandments plus one positive law. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an important phrase, one positive law, which was not to the eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of evil. And so, but a lot of people get hung up on uh, why Saturday? Why is, you know, the Sabbath was Saturday and now it's Sunday? Well, if you if you go back in, 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 in the history, um, Exodus 16, the manna was coming down, and that's the that's the day that God was getting them ready for when he was going to give them their law. That would be Saturday that he 
in other words, they, they can take twice as much bread in uh, preparation for the Sabbath, which would have been Saturday. And then obviously Mount Sinai, chapter uh, 20, that's where the Ten Commandments come into play. Uh, but one thing that's very interesting for us today, uh, us Christians, is you know we, 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 we struggle with, well, why is it on Sunday? How come... You know, the, if you go read, you know, you go read the, the, the fourth commandment, you know, we get hung up and we, we think it says, you know, I'll read it. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Uh-huh. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord. We, we, we import a phrase, seventh day of the week. A lot of people think it's the seventh day of the week that's the Sabbath. Right. It doesn't say seventh day, which is important because from a theology standpoint, we have what's called positive law, and positive law are laws that are given to covenant people for a particular time and a particular purpose. So what we see here in the fourth commandment is a perpetual moral law, which is work six, rest one, with a positive aspect, and that positive aspect would have been for the covenant people of God at the time, which was under the old covenant, the the, the uh, Jewish people, the Jewish nation, the positive aspect was Saturday. There's nothing moral about Saturday, right. and there's nothing moral about Sunday, and there's nothing moral about Monday. But what happened is, on the resurrection, so if you follow the resurrection accounts, and I encourage your listeners to go, go look up, do a word study of the first day of the week, and what you'll find is that the first day of the week, that's Sunday, and that's when our Lord appears to his disciples over and over and over and again. He always shows up on the first day of the week, Matthew 28, uh, 1, John 20, uh, 19 through 20, Mark 16, 2, Luke 24, 1, John 21, uh, 20, 20 verse 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. It's Sunday uh, that, his, uh, that he appears to his disciples, uh, which is very significant because Sunday— would be the day that they also are uh, meeting as a church. So now religious worship was always tied to the Sabbath. So that's when the Jews would go worship. That's when Jesus would go to synagogue when he read Isaiah. You know, he goes up and he gets a scroll and he finds the passage. Um, um, and he goes, today this this has been fulfilled in your in in your in in the reading of this of this passage. The Jews would worship on Sabbath. And so what you see, the early church is worshiping and gathering on the first day of the week. So we have we have some internal evidence of of uh, the Sabbath transitioning to the first day of the week. Uh, what's very important to point out um, uh, is uh, the day of Pentecost. So that's the day that the church, many people would say the church was inaugurated, it was formalized, uh, the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. What day of the week was... was uh, was that it was a sabbath by the way <laughs> so it had to be saturday right no no because <laughs> pentecost is uh is uh seven sabbath sabbaths sabbaths plus one after um what we call good friday which would be um uh, the pascal uh, passover Interesting. so uh, pe- so Pentecost is actually on Sunday, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the inauguration of the church, which was a Sabbath, 
because they had multiple Sabbaths in, in um, you know, new moons and festivals, mm-hmm. feast days, and all that stuff were, were Sabbaths too. They would be having the Lord's Supper. They would be uh, partaking in, uh, you know, uh, the bread and the wine. And this is when the church is, is, is inaugurated. It's on the Christian Sabbath. It's on the Lord's Day. Mm. And then you see in Revelation, the Lord's Day. Uh, there's only, the, the, our Lord, uh, I, I'm not a Greek scholar or anything, but when it says Lord's Day in the in the New Testament, there's only other pl- one place else where the word Lord is connected to something other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, it's the what the Lord's Supper, right? The okay, Lord's so, Supper. Okay, and so and then finally, what it, what a lot of people a lot of people will say is, oh, you know, you have two big passages that go against or or seemingly push against Christian Sabbath. Uh, that would be found in uh, Romans 14. You know, all days are alike. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that passage. Uh, that's really dealing with people that are uh, doing, um, uh, uh, how do you say, personal piety. You know, I, I'm, I'm doing a, um, a fast or something like that. I think a lot of the comment, comment people that do, you know, like, uh, like a John Calvin and, and um, John Gill, who's actually a, a Reformed Baptist, is he's better than Calvin. Uh, oh, wow. Sorry. Oh, boom! Wow. He's one of us, man. Oh, he's wow. one of us. Yeah, he's one of. Yeah, okay. he's one. He's me. I don't know about you guys these days, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'll just finish with this last this this these last two points, which are huge. They're very important. Oh. Also, Colossians two, where it says, "Don't judge anybody on a Sabbath." That's kind of where I go. Colossians two. I'm not. I'm, I'm. Sometimes I'm like, is that referring to the Sabbath or Sabbaths? Um, but anyways, I want to f- finish with this last point. In First Corinthians sixteen one and two, the uh, the Apostle Paul instructs the Corinthian church to do something that's that is very important. Is to take the offering of the worship service on the first day of the week. If all days are alike and all days are the same, why is he telling the Corinthian church Hmm. as well as all the churches in Galatia to do the same thing? He's setting a pattern of a day of worship to come together, collect offering. When do they collect the offering in, uh, in the, under the, 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 the the Jewish uh, dispensation or the Jewish um, timeframe? It was on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. That's when the woman comes and puts the two mites into the, the uh, the coffer, right. you know, you know that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's on that's on Sabbath, and so Paul is telling people in First Corinthians sixteen, whatever whatever's happening in, in Romans fourteen, which is all days are alike. He's definitely saying, well, technically not all days are alike in the sense of the Sabbath, and I would encourage your readers to read Hebrews four one through eleven. The argument that's the that's where you're going to get the the I'm going to say the Apostle Paul wrote Hebrews. <laughs> but he goes step by step about there's this working and resting and this working and resting. And the word rest is uh, anapausis in the Greek. But then he changes mid-step, mid and, he, and, he, and he uses a word that's not found anywhere else. It's called sabbatismos. What does that sound like? Sabbath. 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 And many have rendered that sabbath keeping there remains a sabbath keeping for the people of god 
so I just I think that's a that's a key text to, to mm, yeah. chat about if, yeah. when it comes to these discussions. Yeah, if you want to go into more, we go to Hebrews four. So yeah, just a closing thought I had, which I think this is really important for a lot of people to understand, and I think this is something you've made very clear. But the 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 Lord's day isn't just meant for rest. It's not just a day where you sit down and don't do work. It's it's also meant for worship, which I think is a key thing because. You know, people say, well, it's supposed to be holy. It's supposed to be set apart. Well, I work other days and I just, you know, don't work that day. Well, that's not, you know, that's not all. It's a, it's a day devoted to God and, and worship. Um, right. Yep. And I, I think that's I think that's very important. So, yeah, but if you have any um, closing thoughts on that or anything else, um, yeah. Well, no I'll, I'll, I'll the, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Um, if you study the, the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. uh, I think what I, I hope this is what you would see. I don't want to. I don't want to make you believe it because I said it. <laughs> but God, God has a pattern in the Ten Commandments. He's got four commandments, then the fifth, and then the last uh, five. But I, if you read, I want, this is something I'd, I'd love you guys to do. And we'll chat more later, or have your viewers do. Mm-hmm. Is the first commandment is telling us who. The God is we worship. That's the object of our worship. The second commandment is dealing with the means of our worship, how God regulates his worship. Okay, I'm going to use that word. The third commandment deals with the manner in which we are to worship God. Mm -hmm. And the fourth commandment deals with the time in which we are to worship God. So that's why you'll hear me say often, we ought to worship the one true God, commandment one, rightly, that's the second commandment, reverently, that's the third commandment, and often, which is mm. the fourth commandment. I like so that. every week, we, we should not neglect the gathering of the saints. Every week, because of the fourth commandment. And that's really rooted in a good historical um reformed baptistic even uh, presbyterian brothers that's that's a that's a if you if you're super reformed bros if Which your listeners are. want to be super reformed that is like that's that's i think that there's something there uh that's something that um uh jonathan edwards pointed out so i was studying the the, the ten commandments and i saw this pattern and I saw Jonathan Edwards said the same thing that I just told you. Mm. So it's really dangerous when you come up with a new idea, but it's great when you see men of God who God has used say the same stuff. Yeah. And I, I just got it from the Bible, but it's been passed down through the church and yeah. through church history. Jonathan Edwards, uh, the, the other John Owen says the same thing. And even uh, 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 Pink says it in his exposition okay so again I, I was just reading my bible i was just studying it and all of a sudden i was like well okay that's kind of cool but i'm going to go see if this is what other men of god have seen yeah and they have i i, I think it's yeah that's I think awesome. it's glorious if you if you uh if you see that that is cool that's awesome well that's a that's a good place to land the plane we really appreciate that um think a lot oh, of my pleasure good stuff was brought up yeah there. thank you jeremy that was good um yeah. so now oh yeah yeah let's get into our recommendation section, uh, and Alex is looking at me frantically because he can never. I, can I, can we, can, before we go to recommendation, yeah, yeah, 
Can I just say one more thing about the Sabbath? Oh yeah, totally. sure. I love the Sabbath, <laughs> and I know your 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 listeners. I've listened. Many of them are, you know, they seem like they're post mill theonomic. Is, is that is that is that that's kind of where you guys are going? Mm-hmm. I'd say well, well <laughs> post mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say <laughs> yeah. a lot of them are, and a lot of them could not be. I, I'm well, not entirely sure. One one thing that stuck out to me, I believe it's in Isaiah fifty eight. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 58 talks about how society in the Jewish state is crumbling. It's falling apart. There's these overgrown paths and everything is going horrible. And you have this, these religious people, you know, they're, they're, they're fasting, they're praying, they're doing all this religious stuff and God rebukes them. And says, you know, if you want to see all this stuff be beautified in your nation again, you must delight in the Sabbath. That's mm. step one. If you delight in my Sabbath, all these blessings will come upon you. And so I know a lot of your listeners are, you know, they, 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 they lean that way. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I would just encourage people to consider that, you know, it, there's a pattern that God has establishing creation that if we would delight and celebrate in his sabbath and rest on his day that i believe he would greatly benefit our our societies as as a whole um and not not forcing people to do it but people delighting and celebrating which means they mm. want to do it they cry out for his law mm. so i want I, I just want to point that out and hopefully that makes sense it's mm. really mm. good awesome um so, recommendations. We'll we'll go with Alex last. We'll go Jeremy. I got something. Oh, oh, you have something. Wait, are you serious? It's an anti recommendation. An anti. Okay, okay. Well, then we'll start with you. Go ahead. Okay, I recommend that you guys do not go watch the newest Spy Kids movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It just came out. I didn't even realize it was a thing. It's called Spy Kids Armageddon, and it is one of the worst movies I've ever watched so um yeah it was so bad there were there was one part that was good but it was good just because the plot was so bad it made me laugh and uh that's why it was good like it was just such a stupid uh thing so i would uh recommend that you guys do not watch that the uh something they did in the movie that was very noticeable to me right away right off the bat was the wife was the wife the mother and father are like you know obviously secret agents and the kids don't know and the mother and father the mother was very impulsive and the strong fighter and she just got angry all the time and then the father was kind of like the quiet reserved kind of uh just smart guy you know like not really uh so so it it was it was weird they kind of reversed the roles there but you know i mean it's obvious i love that you're critiquing spy kids i really find that go watch it for yourself if you want to have an awful day um but i mean i did i did watch it with my fiance so you know that did make it better because we were able to sit there and laugh at it but um okay well i i also have an anti-recommendation i'm just gonna say two words um taylor swift that's that's <laughs> uh, I'll leave uh, it at that. There's so much more that could be said about that. Um, not wait, that's someone, your anti. That's my anti. <laughs> okay. Um, not not someone Christians should idolize. Not someone that Christians should um, consume at uh-huh. all. 
Uh, oh, that's very controversial. This is going to ruffle some feathers. But, um, <laughs> Jeremy, do you have any recommendations? Sure. Uh, get, uh, keeping with the topic that I was talking about, Sabbath keeping mm-hmm. or Sabbath celebration, there's a pastor. Uh, his name is Ryan McGraw. Uh, okay. He has a um, he has a, a, a sermon on sermon audio. I texted it to you guys. That yeah. yes. If you guys li- listen to it, or you know, I don't. I'm not telling you to to, to share it or post it on your your thing. Um, ah, that's a good idea. But, but but if you can put a link to it, but you might want to listen to it before you put a link because then you're kind of endorsing it, so yeah, to speak. True. That's I'll give it up to you guys. But Ryan McGraw on um, uh, I forgot the title. It's it has to do with is there a Sabbath today? Uh, it's a great message. Uh, I, I'm afraid if I if I um, I'm gonna, I'm going to go for it. If I lose you, it's because I. Because I'm on my phone and I'm I'm I want to I want to get the actual name of the sermon. Okay, okay. We'll see what happens. Here it comes. Don't I'm still here. Us. A a Sabbath remains for the people of God. It's okay. a series in Hebrew by Ryan McGraw. He's a Presbyterian, so I do not uh, endorse Presbyterianism. Right, but right. I right. do very much. I think this might be one of my favorite messages on the Christian Sabbath. Okay. Good. Does awesome. a fantastic job. Sweet. Sweet. Alex, do you have anything else? Um yes. I would also like to uh recommend that if anyone goes to Wawa and oh, they no. get a toasted ba- everything bagel and they ask, <laughs> they ask for just a regular amount of butter. Um, you're gonna want to grab a knife because you're gonna need a lot more. N- no, because nine times out of ten they'll put way too much butter, and you'll just get the oh. you'll just get the bagel, and it'll just be a giant glob of cold butter in the center. Oh. In My daughter would love that. She likes, I think she would just eat butter if she oh, could. Oh, no. Alex it's, used to do that. It's as a nasty, child. and then but also it's melting, so it drips all over you. It, oh, mm. it, and butter stains don't come out. So, Well, they, they do come out, but, you know, they, they stain. So it does stain. And so, so just, you know, I recommend that you guys just always grab a knife. I did it today, and it made it more terrible. <laughs> Tolerable. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, good, good recommendation. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I love that you specified everything bagel, too, and I, not just a normal give, bagel. I try to give my recommendations based off things I've done recently or things... That, and when I haven't done anything <laughs> recently, it makes the recommendations very hard. Well, but, something I have done recently, I would recommend you try just for the fun of it. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm pointing to <laughs> nothing. It looks like I'm talking to nothing. Um, it's an audio podcast, Jackson. I would recommend that you try just bubbly, and it is just un- bubbly. It is unflavored sparkling. Isn't that water. just bubble? You could say that too. <laughs> you could say it either way, but it says it's flavored just with electrolytes. Bubbly. <laughs> it says it's flavored with electrolytes, and it tastes citrusy to me. It's weird. It's not just water. It's it's strange. Just try it. Try it and see what you think. Did if I, you like, did we talk about Prime? I tried Prime. Oh, I don't even want to talk about that. Okay. That was- Prime's good for uh, when you get the free trials. Other than that, no. <laughs> I'm talking about the drink. The drink Prime. Oh, I'm talking about Amazon Prime. 
No, that's good as well. Hey, recommendation. Try, uh, try Amazon. You're not Prime. talking about Deion, Deion Sanders Prime, right? No, uh, not that Prime. either. No, no. There okay, are so okay. many primes nowadays. Gosh. Prime time. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, no, it's a drink and it's very, it's like Gatorade. It's like Gatorade, but it's like really sugary really sweet and very flavorful and i will say the flavorful part is nice like oh, it's, it's got like a lot syrup. of flavor it's like it's like flavored you haven't tried it jackson yes, oh yes you did oh you did try it sorry my bad i didn't mean to snap at you like that i apologize oh you know well uh-huh. it happens all the time no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah no we did try it it, it was it was very it was fine it was thicker I, I took one sip and i was like yeah okay but i'm never drinking a whole bottle of that yeah it Gatorade, was it's so sweet like so sweet i, I hate gatorade but i can respect it because it has like no sweetness oh. which is smart for a drink i love gatorade i love yellow gatorade give it to me all day so good. <laughs> wait so that's good. the lemon lime yeah it's the only well there's that's the only one i would drink it's just there's a, there's a, hey you need to try the lemon lime prime oh is that jeremy a thing? i think there is lemon one lemon lime yeah. prime all right oh, that try that good. and let me know what I you can think give it a go maybe uh it's got it's got like it's it claims it's got way less sugar and way less uh, it ha- and it says it has way more it has like six times the electrolytes so it's supposed to hydrate you way more but apparently it was, apparently that was debunked it's, and it does have a lot of electrolytes but they don't hydrate you yeah it's just there it's so that they can lie. claim so that they can claim there's a ton of electrolytes so it's a scam but you should at least try it and see what you know try see what scam. you think boom um, all right also i'd like to recommend on the topic oh, of is Sabbath, it, is- is that my term? Is that my term? Well, well, I yeah, had. What are you doing, Jackson? No, 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 I had two. I had two. Just get in what it, and then we'll the go to world? you. We'll go to you. I just. Man, I thought I, I was next. Uh, I'll let Jeez, you go. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> just, I was just crushing two into one. Um, I think I actually already recommended this last week or the week before. But Keith Fosky, are you familiar with Keith? Keith what? Bit. Keith Fosky. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. The Calvinist conversation guy. Yeah. yeah. He so, all the so he did a he did a debate with uh, another guy. I can't remember his name at the moment. Um, who was I it? I listened to it. You did? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, I listened to your podcast and I and I was, you recommended <laughs> it, so I listened to it. Look at that. And I thought the I thought the Presbyterian did a great job. And Keith, uh, well, there's some things I would have. I have some questions for him. <laughs> I just we really get, we need to get him on the podcast. I really like debates when it comes to topics like this because you can hear it from both sides, right? You know, and, and not just listen to one and be like, "Oh, that sounds right," and then listen to another one and be like, "Oh, that's you know, like you hear them interact." So yeah, yeah. It was just, and I know I've recommended it before, but yes, I would really recommend listening to that because um, you get both sides, which is really nice. But yes, now it is your turn, Jeremy. All right, so I'm going to recommend. Um, it's a it's an article. Uh, it's a long one. And it's very old. So this is the title is called The Perpetuity and Change of the Sabbath by Jonathan Edwards. Ooh. So it's, it's, did you catch that? The perpetuity? I can't, I'm not very good at talking. The perpetuity. Perpetuity? How do you say that uh, word? Per- perpetuity. 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 There it is. Yeah. The, yeah perpetuity. See, the, the foreverness and change. Of the mm-hmm. Sabbath, but the perpetuity and change of the Sabbath, and what he does there is he shows that the Sabbath being moral is forever binding, but since it has a positive, there's that there's that phrase I use a lot, positive law, mm-hmm. which is like you know law that's given to a covenant people at a covenant you know a, a particular time, a particular so like, time, yeah. Like, so like for instance, like you know all people were saved by who? Who's the, there's the one meter one. 
uh, one meter Christ between Jesus. God and man, the man Christ Jesus, right? So, uh, the Abraham, Abraham was not baptized, but it wasn't sin for Abraham not to be baptized because it wasn't a positive law for Abraham. But it would be mm-hmm. for a Christian that is you know born again right. not to get baptized because that's a positive law for us today. Right, right, right. So there's that's what that so the, the perpetuity or perpetuity and change of the Sabbath. So he, he deals with that aspect of how it, it's forever, but it changes because there's positive aspects to it, which That's is the day. And he, so it's, and he focuses on, he does it, it's a sermon, really what it is, on 1 Corinthians 16, I think it verses 1 and 2, uh, maybe 2 and 3. But it's, it's you know, so he, he takes you know, one verse or two verses and he probably preached on for two hours, you know, or, wow. or whatever, or, you know, he, what, what, what I've, what I've heard people say is these, these Puritan preachers, they wouldn't preach for two hours. They would preach to their congregation and then they would go back and they would fill in all the gaps and they would make an article. Ah, so okay. it looks like they preached for two hours, but they didn't. Right. That's what I, I forgot. Who's the, who's the Joel Beakey said that. Okay. And I guess he's, I'm going to say he, he knows what he's talking about <laughs> when it comes to Puritans. So read that if you're interested and you're struggling with, well, how can the Sabbath be on Saturday and now it's on Sunday? If it's moral law, moral law doesn't change. He deals with that because the law doesn't, the moral aspect doesn't change. Right, it's just right. the day, which is not moral. Positive law, right. So the other way to think about it real quick, if Jesus would have rose on a Wednesday, what day would we have the Sabbath? Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But in God's providence, he rose on Sunday, first Sunday. day of the week. Yep. Right. Right. Okay. Awesome. Um, you know what we should do? What? We should have AI make there's, what 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 like different voices like pastors like Jonathan Edwards and Charles Spurgeon, what people think they sounded like, and then we could actually listen to them read their read actual it. sermons. There's a great there's a you ever you ever I always tell people, do you ever listen to uh Jonathan Edwards Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God? I, they go. I was a, I wasn't alive back then. I go. There are people that acted out on YouTube, and it's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. No. I. And what I, they do? Oh, sorry. No. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh, what they what they do is that people, you know, they journaled a lot back then, mm-hmm. and so they take their journal articles or their journals, and people would say, "Oh, and he got to this point, everyone screamed out in horror, you know, the whole crowd for two minutes, ah, and so you'll be." And so you're listening to this guy do, and then the, then all of a sudden they bust out into screaming and crying <laughs> and wailing, and so it's like you kind of get the feeling of being there. That's cool. No, it's okay. acting. You know, it's right, acting. Right. right. Yeah, that's cool. It's a re- reenactment. I think it's pretty cool. It's on YouTube. You can find a whole bunch of them. That is cool. That is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've listened to. I've listened, <laughs> there's a recommendation as well. I've listened to uh, to people. I mean, do like you know they they read the sermons just but with the, the mm. british accent and i'm like okay well yeah that could have sounded like Spurgeon. that could just fit anyone yeah i know that's what i'm saying like how how would you use ai I well know. you you hear different people's different descriptions like like i was reading a biography right. but why does it have to be ai why couldn't you just find a person because i doubt it's going to be so specific Nah, i think it could be no. I, I, yeah yeah I, this is definitely going to work trust me i have a great idea um yeah, but like it feels you, like sermon AI, Jackson, oh, that no. you're coming okay. up with. Okay. And okay. I listened to the last podcast, and so you can't do that. Yeah, yeah you can't so, do that, Jack. That's true. Um, any well, more guys, recommendations? I, I don't. I don't have any. Good. I mean, Can I give another? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I I have like twenty, so I'll I'll, I'll do I'll do. Here's a rapid here's a fire. Book. Rapid fire. 
here's a book that's pretty uh, it, i had to read it for seminary it, it was pretty amazing actually i thought it was really good it's called in all the scriptures by nicholas g piotrowski interesting name it's a very it's 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 a it's a great book of 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 trying to show how we should have a pre-critical hermeneutic that is interpret scriptures not like people do today with their you know their rationality and all their you know their fancy you know and enlightenment uh ideas but do it the way christ did it and he goes through that and he shows how christ taught a hermeneutic how the apostle paul taught a hermeneutic and how the church fathers taught their hermeneutic and we try to follow that i think it's 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 a blessing and it's been awesome i've been uh using it to help me uh prepare sermons and it's been great if anyone has never read bondage of the will you should read that mm. that is a great book by martin luther yeah. and then i'll give one last one the life of adoniram judson to the golden shore by courtney anderson if you haven't read that you should it's huge but you'll it's 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 a wonderful book about a wonderful missionary. So there you I, go. Struggled, my rec- I, struggled, recommendation. I struggled for so long on how to pronounce his name. I found, I figured it out last summer. Adoniram. Oh, Adoniram. Adoniram. Yeah, Adoniram Justin. Yeah. I've never heard. There you go. I'm, of him. A-A-D-O-N-I-R-A-M. You've probably <laughs> seen it before. It's just, yeah. Never heard of him. Oh, interesting. Um, you never heard of him? No. He's the first American missionary Basically, what happened was there was all these uh, people were sending, like the, the Brits, the, you know, Brit, Great Britain, they were doing missionaries, and so people in America would give them money to do missions, and then there was a lot of, like, hyper-Calvinists in our area, yeah. and then there was, like, that movement of, like, oh, this, you know, the heathens are the heathen, and God will save them if he, if he desire, yeah. desires to save them. Well, he kind of became infatuated with going to Burma, and then it happened and this is the story of him um and all the i won't ruin it but it's like a lot of bad stuff happens like tons but then he he he's super smart and he's like he he learns the languages he 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 masters hebrew and greek and he translates the bible into burmese and uh he's the he's the one that started like america doing missions oh okay it's it's, wow yeah it's, it's 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 like you gotta know Adoniram Judson. Yeah, great Alex. guy. I'm sorry, I've never even heard the yeah, name. Thomas so. has the torch lighters, you know. Yeah, he's at the same time as uh, William Carey, but William Carey was British, right. and so he meets William Carey, and then he gets help. But then William Carey is old and dies, and okay. or goes off yeah. the field of fair, which what happens. But yeah, it's a, it's a great, great story. And his wife, his wife Nancy, is like, uh, like this rock star woman she's so awesome she dies but she's like don't ruin the meet... story no i'm just kidding sorry yeah, she's all, all, everyone dies <laughs> everyone dies you know that's what happens are but... you serious they're, they're not still alive yeah they're totally not alive yeah. oh okay i mean this is this is like back in like the i think 1800s <laughs> right they're right. just 200 years old no it, it happens yeah. They're alive in Christ. They're they're in heaven. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, this was a great episode. I really appreciate you coming on, Jeremy. Um, My and, pleasure. My pleasure. And as I said before, guys, if you liked it, please leave a five-star review. Or five-one-star And one you need to, reviews. especially for this episode. Yeah. 
Right. And also, check out our sponsor, Scratch Away, which is real. Um, multiple people think it's fake. I feel like I'm going to have to preface that every single time. It's I, a real I, Scratch Away, guys. Um, it actually keeps Sasquatch away. So, one spray and the Scratch will be away. Use the coupon code SRB2023. They should create one for aliens. SRB2023. So, you get 10% off your entire purchase. And yes, they should create one for aliens because aliens do exist. And aliens, you need to have a spray to keep them away. And, and I guarantee you that they could make a spray that 100% guarantees I, aliens won't show up. I I actually think they could. Yeah. I actually think they could. It probably how, wouldn't how, be too hard. That's they already got the formula with Sasquatch down. Right. I feel like it's pretty just close. Just some of this and take away some of that. Maybe just slap a new label on the can. <laughs> and until next time, fear God and keep his commandments. And Jeff Durbin. You also, really come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. Really should do that.